We're done, but we're starting. Excuse we're starting me. anew. Um, I'm fresh and new. Oh, <laughs> that's so Noel. In our timeline, uh, which is uh, a bit in the past, but in our timeline, Noel is just recovering from death, from my disease, from your disease. <laughs> um, I have an intro if if no one else does, because I thought of this like in the middle of the night once and rolled over in my sleep to make a note of it. So. <laughs> That's how you remember things when you're a functional adult. That's right. I wanted to tell you guys about Egg a little bit because uh, we didn't get we didn't get to see Egg's uh, ability that uh, would have really fucked things up. Oh. So I wanted oh. to tell you guys about this. Yeah, um, I want to know about Egg. I want to know about Egg's tragic backstory. Well, egg. well, the blue slod, uh, and this is of course in traditional D and I don't know how I would have made this work if if this had happened. Um, <laughs> it, it was, you know, I, I realized when we went into that encounter, I was like, oh. I should have do something with that egg. I hadn't thought of this before. So I really picked out this monster using D&D Beyond's amazing intuitive monster catalog, <laughs> dndbeyond.com. Oh, wow. D&D Beyond. Yes. So um, the blue slot, it's claw attack, which uh, I think Corbin got hit by once and you, you succeeded on your constitution save. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the target is a humanoid, it must succeed on a DC 15 constitution save. Uh, or be infected with a disease called chaos phage. Whoa. While infected, the target can't regain hit points, and its hit point ma- maximum is reduced by 10 every 24 hours. Shit. If the disease reduces the target's hit points or hit point maximum to zero, the target instantly transforms into a red slod. Or if it has the ability to cast spells of third level or higher, a green slot. <gasps> I am disgusted and horrified. What? <laughs> Corbin, Corbin would have been a green slot, you guys. <laughs> Only a wish spell can reverse the transformation. What the fuck oh, is a wish spell? That's like that's like a tenth level spell that you can only get at tenth level. Okay. Basically, wish is like you just wish for anything and it comes true. Yeah. So if our so friend- basically Corbin would have turned into a green slot and been gone forever, <laughs> dead for good. <laughs> like can can can. Sl- Slods, like, are they sentient? No, they are, um, I, I don't think so. Very, I mean, they have an intelligence score of seven, so, I mean, it wouldn't have changed much from Corbin, but. <laughs> yeah, my, my intelligence score is, actually double that, fuck you, Ken. <laughs> I'm just, like, reeling over how disgusted I am by this knowledge. Um, and also, I do want to talk about the fact that the term blue slod sounds like a slur. <laughs> Like, every time you say blue slot, I have to, like, stop myself from being like, don't call him that. Uh, Yeah, so. um, Oh, my God. Well, R.I.P. Rodeg. Yeah. (laughs) R.I.P. in peace, Rodeg. Good riddance, Rodeg. That's that's so gross. (laughs) I just hate that. You know, I mean, probably what would have happened is there would have been a deus ex Mary moment, you know? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just some, like, animorph shit that I don't like. I I don't like, I do not like when teenagers turn into horrifying monsters. I'm on the record. There's a monster, (laughs) there's a monster just like that in Dragon, (laughs) Dragon Slayer, Demon Slayer. All right, we're not getting into the animes that Caitlin is into right now. Let's play D&D! D&D now. <laughs> Hello, I'm Kat. I'm your DM, and I've been infected by a blue slot, so uh, I'll see what happens to, uh, once my 
Maximum hit points reach zero. No cat, no. <laughs> Hello, I'm Noelle. Um, I play Fran. I'm taking applications for DMs for James and Dragons for no publicly known reason. <laughs> Yo, what's up? My name's Caitlin. I play Corbin. I eat road eggs every single goddamn day for breakfast. Cat, I'm going to eat you tomorrow. I'm giving finger guns back to you. Thank you. Just for the listeners at home. Hi, I'm Hannah. I play Slake. And uh, I'm just dissociating. (laughs) That's how it is. Okay, you guys. So last time, Mm -hmm. what happened? You fought Road Egg. Mm -hmm. You did not get infected by his terrible poisons. Um, (laughs) Anna (laughs) is crossing themselves. (laughs) So you infiltrated Hugin's nest. You smashed up his monster eggs. Um, You killed all his kenku. Yeah. Uh, and oh right, right, Fran summoned a demon again to do all that. And then and then Road Egg, the egg that was taken out on the road, came back. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, came mm-hmm. back with a vengeance and uh actually didn't really do much damage to you guys, mostly just psychological damage. Yeah, yep. yeah. it was a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um mostly just used up, you know, your psychological stamina and uh spell slots yeah but just after you celebrated your victory uh hoogan swooped down attacked you guys it hurt bad so that's where we are today and uh as hoogan departs a flurry of feathers and talons assaults you shit so you mean the the hawks are descending yes oh yes you are being descended on by hawks uh everybody who failed takes Eight damage, and uh, Corbin and Alden, you take four damage. Okay. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So, Kat, can you, like, describe wh- how the birds are? Are they coming straight down at us? Are they coming? Oh, all angles. All angles? Okay. Yeah. Is there an area where they're more concentrated? Around the people who failed the save. Okay. I want to run over to them mm-hmm. so that they're behind me. Uh-huh. And I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Oh. Out at all the... Out at the birds. Mm-hmm. So it is a wave of thunderous force that sweeps out from me. And each creature in a 15-foot uh, cube originating from me, so like mm-hmm. in front of me, has to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. I'm going to have them roll as as a, a group. group. Yeah. yeah. So if they fail, they roll the okay. two. So then they take uh, 2d8 thunder damage and they are pushed 10 feet away. Describe to me what you want to happen. Okay. Tell, you tell me. So what, what basically what I'm what I'm gunning for here you guys is Corbin runs up. Uh-huh. Uh, so he is in front of Mary, Fran and Slake <laughs> the weaklings. <Fuck> and <laughs> he claps his hands together out in front of him and then a big thunder Mm-hmm. comes out from him and pushes the birds back mm-hmm. 10 feet. Okay. And then immediately after that, uh, he casts Fog Cloud at level two. So mm-hmm. that encompasses all of us mm-hmm. in 80 feet of fog. Jesus. Okay. That makes it very difficult to see. As the fog starts to form, I like grab onto whoever's near me. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to say I, I want to grab onto Fran and pull out my shield so that I can try to protect her little squishy self. Yeah. <laughs> I just mean in terms of not losing each other. Yeah. yeah. Also that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mary grabs your hand, Fran. Mm-hmm. Mary finds you and grabs your hand. Alden is abandoned. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he can take care of himself. Yeah, he's fine. And it stays at the point that you cast it. 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I would probably have it cast so that we're kind of on the edge of it so that we can travel through it to escape to another location. Okay. okay. Like get into the trees? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Do okay. you get Alden? Do you hold his little hand? No. No. <laughs> Corbin abandoned Alden. They were they yeah, were, we were the side. We they were dodged. over to the side. I mean, he Alden would be caught up in the fog cloud, but yeah. he's not like with us. So the, the hawks... Instead now of being assaulted from every angle, you're just getting like a flyby once in a while. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You'll have the swooping of wings by your ears and you can see, you know, not much more than the length of your arm in front of your face. And the, the four of you are huddled together in this sphere. And then the, you just see it darken overhead and Mary throws up a hand and a golden shield envelops you. But nothing hits it. Hmm. And then, out of the fog, Hugin's monstrous beak emerges, and then his huge black eyes. And he pecks once at the dome, and tilts his head. As, that is my sister's power you wield so clumsily, little thief. I will break you. I will break you and sacrifice your heart to one of my children so that she may be born again. And then he holds up in one talon. He has Alden in his grip. He says, Shit. But for now, I have Varahara's little pet. Let's see what Torva can do with him. And then he takes off into the sky. Mm. My bad, you guys. <laughs> oh my god. I super left Alden to die. What are we going to tell Varahara? Well, we're not. And Mary, you know, as the, the hawks have stopped swooping by, she drops this shield and looks at you guys and signs, Varahara's going to kill us. We got to get him back, you guys. <laughs> I hate that guy, but like, holy shit. Oh, my God. Why couldn't he have just taken Corbin? Hey! Corbin, you would have been fine. You're always fine. I'm tired of being taken by people. You're our professional damsel. I don't like that term, Mary. <laughs> I mean, we gotta go kill Torva anyway, so like, whatever. Uh, I just thought that maybe it would happen after a couple more arcs <laughs> of us getting stronger. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, totally. Maybe we could get, maybe Phelan could help. We know that bastard's around here. What? Mary signs, what could they use him for i mean leverage against varahara but at the end of the day i hate to say it but he he's just one kid to a god i mean what sort of leverage does he give them well he did say that he's like a living sacrifice so if he dies probably that takes a huge amount of varahara's power away but then like why not just kill him right now so i don't know oh varahara's gonna kill us we can't let that happen like, I don't want to let the boar god kill us either, but at this point, I feel like we kind of deserve it. <laughs> Varahara <laughs> can never know about this. It was my fault, you guys. I know. Var hey, friend, <laughs> I want to hear it from you. For Slake and Mary, I will sacrifice myself <laughs> to Varahara. Uh, no, no, You can't Corbin. do that, Corbin. I'll do it. No, we should have been watching too. We're going to figure this out. We've just got to come up with a plan. To infiltrate Torva's base and steal Alden back without him noticing. We've done that before. It didn't go well the first time either. Well, we did do it, though. By the way, like, as you guys are talking about this, 
Fran is like leaning harder and harder against Slake and she's like bleeding from the head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mary comes over and heals you. <laughs> How many hit points did you have left? Uh, like 10. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oops. That makes me feel better about rushing over to rescue you guys. So. Yeah. No, yeah, I was about to die for real. Good. <laughs> cool. When Mary comes over and she she smooths a hand over your, your cut head and it heals up with a soothing golden light. Oh, thank you, Mary. But I don't think we can go rescue Alden like this. We need to recover. You oh, yeah, no, I have no spells left. I'm, we also don't know where he is. Well. I have a guess. I could probably find out. Oh, yeah. You're scrying, right? Yeah, I could scry. Well, maybe we should wait until they've put him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Do we have that time? I mean, I can guess where he is right now. He's in the sky. Ah! <laughs> Mary sighs and she crosses her arms and then uncrosses them to sign. This is the first time I've lost someone as a god. I don't... I feel like gods are supposed to know you have a follower. You know where they are. I mean, we've lost Corbin a lot of times, but I see what yeah. you're saying. We Mary. always knew where he was. <laughs> Did you? I, yeah, I feel like it got spotty a couple times. <laughs> yeah. I'm never worried about Corbin. I didn't always know where I was. <laughs> I mean, it worked out in the end. I so. appreciate the confidence, you guys. <laughs> Either way, we don't have any choice but to wait. Yeah, we need to recover. Oh, man. Get, well, whip that tiny hut out. Well, maybe let's not camp in the middle of this. And Mary, she motions to, like, a disembodied arm from one of the broken <laughs> eggs that's just, like, in the ground on a puddle of goo. Mary, that's dinner. <laughs> I just start walking away <laughs> silently into the woods. <laughs> I follow Fran. <laughs> yeah, Corbin looks longingly at the disembodied arm and then follows. Yeah, Mary's Mary's with you. Of course, Mary's always with you. What do you guys, well, you guys get out of there. You set up camp. You get, you get your tiny hut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You tiny hut, hut, hut it. Yeah. Yeah. Cook some food over yep. the fire. Yeah. Do you think we could pray to Phelan? Yeah. You, I mean, you can always pray to Phelan. Will he answer? Almost yeah. certainly not. We, that is a good way to communicate to him, though. Yeah. Okay. Are we doing a group prayer? Let's go you, in. Let's go in order. Are you guys all sitting in a circle? order of what? I would just like one at a time. You, you all sit in a circle and you hold hands, and in the middle of the yeah. circle, you've placed. And we're uh, like, the Lord is good to me. <laughs> so I think the Lord. Is good to me. <laughs> you put you put this Phelan's, little light of mine. <laughs> you put Phelan's ruined diary in the center of the circle. <laughs> As a focal for your prayers. Okay. I love that. And we pray out loud, I would assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great. Who wants to go first? Mary lights some candles and, like, makes nice. it a little altar. Oh, yeah. Nice. So, uh, Fran, Phelan's your boyfriend. Why don't you go he's first? He's not. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he can hear you. We haven't started praying yet. <sighs> I could go first. Slake wants to go first. All right, Slake. Maybe. Why don't you go? Slake. Oh. Okay. Dear Phelan, how are you? I am okay, mostly. Well, I mean, maybe a little not okay. We kind of lost this guy. His name's Alden. He sort of reminds me of you, actually. Uh, but anyway, he has this really cool dad, and I think that, um, well, I think that Hugan is probably taking him to your dad, which isn't great. So if you have a minute, maybe you could stop by. And we could talk about it. Love, Slake. 
Mm. Now you go. Phelan, you up? <laughs> okay, thanks anyway. <laughs> Bran! Uh, uh, He's know. hearing all of this. Uh, <laughs> We've begun the prayer and he definitely is hearing all of this. Look, Phelan, just quit being an asshole, you know? That's not what we're calling about. <laughs> but we need your help. We miss you. He's on speakerphone. <laughs> Tell him we miss him. I don't fucking miss him. Blake says we miss you. God damn it. I imagine that we're passing around the tires, like talking into it. Yeah. Like a fucking cell phone. <laughs> Hope you are well. Hope your arm has fallen off. Please help. <laughs> hey, so the only person in the world, Phelan, who's a bigger asshole than you, <laughs> except for your dad, who doesn't count because, like, that he transcends asshole levels. Like, he's the OG asshole. Yeah. Uh, got kidnapped by Hugen, and uh, his dad's really cool, and we really want him to be our dad, but, like, if he <laughs> finds out that we let his kid get captured, he's super gonna kill us. So we super need you to do us a solid and, like, keep him safe so that we don't get killed by the coolest dad in the world who we really want to be our dad. Maybe he could be your dad, He could too. be your dad, too! Oh, my God! Oh, my God, Phelan, he could be your dad. He's super cool. <laughs> you like him so much. I think you'll really like him. You'd really like him. He's great. Okay. Cut your arm off. Bye. Call us. Bye. <laughs> and uh, you set set the diary down in the center of the circle again. And one of the candles tips over onto the diary and starts it on fire. <laughs> Is this a sign? Is he talking to us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mary gives two thumbs up. <laughs> well, we did our best. I... I use my hair to put out the flame is that a yes or like <laughs> that's probably like a i i imagine that to be like a shrug i feel like i mean it's it was the, a shrug it was the right candle mary science it was the right candle and right usually means yes well it's right. on my left yeah from whose <laughs> point of view mary was it a yes or no question i don't think it was <laughs> i'm not sure if we even posed a question <laughs> Well, it's mostly instructions. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to do his best. Well. That makes one of us. Very <laughs> hits you a little bit, Fran. Signs that we're going to do our best. Well, I, did, I didn't say we weren't, Mary. <laughs> I don't know if Phelan is part of we. <laughs> Phelan's one of us. He pet my beetle. That's not why he's one of us. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't say that that's number one on my list, but he's in the Torva's ter- a terrible dad club. Yeah. That's true, but so are a lot of people that we've had to kill. <laughs> and a lot of people that we love. So mm. true, Corbin. Thanks, guys. I'm like counting on my fingers. <laughs> how, to be- how many do you got? <laughs> how many of Torva's children have you killed so far? <laughs> All right, Corbin, did you want to scry tonight? Yeah, I do. All right. Uh, make Let's me a wisdom tonight. saving throw. Okay. I'm scared, you guys. You can do it. I mean, worst thing that happens is you see something unrelated. Ooh. That's true. Okay. La-ha-la-ha. I did good, though. I got uh, 20, but not natural. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Okay, so what do you want to see? Um, I want to see what's happening to uh, Boar Boy. 
Uh, you open your eyes and you see Alden sitting on the floor of a tent. And uh, he is chained to a wooden stake by a cold iron chain that looks like dwarven steel, if you've ever seen it. And he is got his chin resting on his knees. He's hugging his knees and just sort of staring into the middle distance. And uh, then the flap of the tent opens. And Phelan comes in. <gasps> Phelan. And he is uh, he is dressed a little more militarily than you've seen him before. He's wearing the purple tabard of Torva, and he has kind of some cool, like, half pauldron sort of thing going on. It looks and good so hot. It's very hot. It's very hot. It's incredible. And he's got, like, his hair pulled back. Oh! Um, <laughs> fuck! Shit! So... Uh, Phelan comes in, and he looks down at Alden, and he says very quietly, just just under his breath, he said, Your friends are coming. And as he says this, another person enters the tent. Mm-hmm. He's taller than Phelan, with blonde, wavy hair and this just shit-eating grin. And he has the same look about him as Phelan. They, they look very similar. And he puts an arm around Phelan's shoulders. He says, ready to get to work, little brother? Oh, God. And I'm he- in an anime. <laughs> I'm fully inside of an anime. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, then the, the dream ends. <laughs> what did you see? Corbin? Are you um, still alive? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. What good, was good. that? I saw Phelan. He looks better than he is ever looked oh my god <laughs> yeah Holy shit. it looks it was oh man you guys have no idea whoa uh that one's going in the brain bank oh anyways <laughs> Marvin, focus. anyways 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 he definitely heard us i don't think he's doing shit but he told alden that we were coming so like i guess we gotta go now and also some other fucking blonde dude who looks like Phelan came up and i'm pretty sure they're like about to start torturing alden together <laughs> Well, wait, wait. I have another brother? Yeah. How many siblings I, do I have? I really start counting on my fingers Torva's again. Got, Torva's probably like a horny dude. I don't want to think Stop, about that. Stop, Torvin! I don't like those words. That's some I'm of really- our parents. <laughs> That's gross. What? You're nasty. I'm a teenage boy. <laughs> well, it sounds like Torva's been really tightening his control on Phelan then. But Phelan's still trying by doing jack shit. That's not true. He told Alden we were coming. Yeah, and he passed the buck on to us. I'm sure that whatever he can do to help us, he will. I just don't know how much it'll be that he can. We gotta get that arm off. I I look at our little altar that we made to pray to Phelan, Mm -hmm. and I say, do you think this counts as a temple? Yeah, why not? I pull out my little jar to Dashing Dawson, and I put in a little coin. I want to see if he has our info yet. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here. In the distance. The oh. fitty clop of little hooves. Worse than Rodek. <laughs> I hide my face in Mary's shoulder. And then you turn around, and he's in the hut with you. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and it's him on the back of the donkey in the hut. Uh, Why? Uh, 
is uh this is a temple? Are you sure this is what what is this? Have you uh, I draw I, are dro- you trying I to drop tra- the hut. <laughs> are you trying to trap me in a genie's lamp? That's happened before and it didn't work. I wish it had. <laughs> so did the guy who tried to trap me. Oh man. Okay. Uh so now we're just like in our camp but not inside the hut anymore cuz I got too scared. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be, didn't want to be that close. close. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> and I say Look, it's it's kind of go time right now. We need to we need to undo that magical binding. Do you have our information or not? Oh, you mean this information? And he flourishes his hand <gasps> and a book appears. He is holding a leather-bound tome that is wrapped in a golden chain. He says, I had my agents acquire this from a very obscure and deadly ruin. It was quite fun to watch. They didn't know I was watching, but I was. Oh, it was fun. There was this bit where they were in a hallway and they kept running into these versions of themselves and almost dying. It was great. You're a sociopath. Fucking hate you. (laughs) (laughs) It's what happens when you're as old as I am. Oh. Mary signs, how old are you? He just grins. Oh. I don't like it. How much for the book? I told you when we made this deal that you would have to trade me a item of equal or greater value for it. And I, looking at you, do not think you have anything. But never fear. I have a lead for you. Something that you could trade for this book if you acquire it. And he tosses the book in the air. A very laissez-faire. Just uh, juggling this book from one hand to the other. In the city of Ilfra, at the center of the city... There's one of Varahara's tusks, and I greatly desire this tusk. If you can get that for me, this book is yours. <sighs> That's like fucking impossible. Okay. Well, get the tusk. <laughs> but you can't back out of this, and I don't want to see any tricks, because we need that book. This isn't a game. I do love games, but I love the terms of a deal even more. If you get me that tusk, and you give it to me, and only to me, then I will give you the book. How would we give it to somebody else? You're like, who the fuck is going to want this? (laughs) Fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Do we have a deal? And he holds out a hand to you three. Do you have three hands? (laughs) Three hands appear next to his hand. No, I regret it. Take it back, take it back. No, he's got three hands all held out to shake. Uh, I turn my face away and take one of his horrible hands. Yeah, I close my eyes and take one of the hands. I stare him down and I take a hand. He nice. sh- and then he shakes one hand and all three hands move in sync. And then the other two hands, the ones that uh, Fran and Corbin are holding, disappear. And you're just left like staring Dawson in the eye. And he has this horrible grin on his face. He says, it's a deal. And then he vanishes. It's like, I think he's going to kill you one day. It's like, do you now understand why we fucking hate him? You get it? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Thank God. Some of that annoying innocence gone, finally. Hey! We'll just have to wear them down with traumatic experience after traumatic experience. I'm Jesus just, Christ, you guys. I'm just kidding, Slake. Who's Slake. that? It's like, you were really cool. <laughs> yeah, you're dope, Slake. And Mary is looking at the spot where Dawson was, and she signs, what do you think the tusk does? I mean, what are Varahara's powers generally? Big. Big. Brash. Loud. 
Dad wow. jokes. Dad jokes. What is Dawson even like? What does he like like do in his free time? You know, like yeah, like what does he want? Like what's his goal? Yeah, fucks with people. Right. He's the son of one of the trickster gods, right? Right. So I think he just wants to fuck with us. Right. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure that's his whole deal. But do you think he's going to use the tusk to fuck with us? He already is using the tusk mm. to fuck with us. Well, maybe after we get Varahara's son back, we can ask him about what his tusk does. Or do we get Alban and then worry about the tusk in the book? And we also need to worry about the... Uh, the soldiers coming through the forest. We need to let them know that we cleared a path by taking out the mother nest. Well, we can send an animal messenger for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I feel like it'll be a lot easier to get Alden if we can have Phelan reliably on our side. But that does mean that it takes us longer to get to Alden. That also implies that taking off his controlling tattoos will make him be reliably on our side, Corbin. I mean, have you seen that guy? He's desperate for companionship. Mm. He is also still the betrayer god. It doesn't say Listen, who. He can betray us after he betrays Torva. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, maybe it'll be like a little betrayal. Like, we'll ask him to get almond milk and he'll get oat milk. You know, like, just something chill. They didn't fucking have the oat milk. <laughs> they didn't have oat milk. Nobody knows what oat milk is, Slake. We asked for oat milk and they gave us almond milk. They didn't have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Based on a true story. <laughs> Based on a true story. <laughs> I couldn't even tell, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys just made a deal with the devil. And as we have learned from our other campaign, never a bad idea. Yep. Never a bad idea. There are no <laughs> characters played by anybody in this room who regret making deals with Dawson. <laughs> so yep. true. And mm-hmm. now we need to make our plan of approach. Yeah. I My first question for you, Kat, is how long has it been since we, like, made our deals with the pirates and with, like, the troops from Madrid and stuff that they were going to come? Like, when would we be expecting them to come from now? You, by your calculations, which... To be frank, I don't know that any of you have a calendar. Uh, I'm sure we keep track of time yeah, I'm sure somehow. Like we have, like I have, I've been taking notes. Remember, That's true. Yeah, as an intern, Slake, Slake has a has Slake a, as an intern. Slake has been taking notes. Slake has a day planner. <laughs> yep, yep, sure, fucking do. Yep. So the troops from Madrid are probably still about a week out. Okay, and the pirates would be about four or five days out. Okay. Because they started sooner and are going by boat. Right. Okay, could we send, like, a sending to the Madrian troops so they can, like... Yeah. Yeah, Mary's the one who can send sendings. Yeah. Um. So she'll send a sending. What do you guys want it to say? That the path is cleared through the forest, that some orcs are going to join them, mm-hmm. and also an escort of boars. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. So uh, Mary phrases that all into a sending. Yeah. She sends it off. Mm-hmm. And, uh... You guys wait around a little bit, mm-hmm. poke at the fire. Mm-hmm. Mary makes some shadow, like shadow puppets with her hand. <laughs> I, I clap. Great. Great. Yeah. And uh, a little while later, you get a sending back and just says, confirmed, troops one week out. So if they're a week away, maybe we should send a message also to the pirates to let them know to not attack until we give them a signal. Mm-hmm. That's a good <laughs> point. And yeah. to like stay out of sight until mm-hmm. we give them a signal. Yes. 
All right, the message you get back is completely unintelligible. It is just yelling. <laughs> I love them so much. And you hear you hear Captain Carr in there somewhere yelling, I don't know what this thing is. <laughs> oh, it's like an old person on Facebook. Oh, I love it. So that's done. <laughs> I feel like we should talk strategy. I think what we're going to want to do until that week is set up a good situation for all these people to arrive to. And probably part of that is rescuing Alden and freeing Phelan from his bonds. I don't know how long it's going to take to get that tusk. Yeah, how could – it would be really hard for us to – I feel like once we have Phelan, we can probably find a way to smuggle Alden out. Without Phelan, I have no idea how we're going to smuggle Alden out. Well, that's the thing. But I also feel like if we get caught anyway, like it's donezo. It's donezo either way. Yeah. 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 But I feel like – one problem is that, like, we might be done so if Phelan even catches us if that's, we don't already have that's his true. Tattoo. That's true. He yeah. might have to kill us or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, we don't know what state yeah. he's in. All right. So, I think what our first order of business is right now, now that we sent our messages, is to get into the city. You guys are the best for being patient. And FYI, the next episode will be out on schedule on Monday. I'm I've already worked on it some. I don't know. I just have I've just been a mess this week. So I hope you guys are well. I am well. I just it's just life. Um I want to thank our wonderful Apple Podcast reviewers. Thank you to God Killer Jake, Samper Iman 10, an unimpressed whooper. Freya dead good boob window. Dogda331, Tams of Estra, and Booty Flaps. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Uh, and I also want to thank our wonderful new and increasing patrons for this three weeks. Uh, that goes out to Emily, Jacob, Alana, Ellis, Alexander, Trinity, Zach, Gomgrut, Alyssa, Shannon, Jessica, Callista, Marin, Teddy, Doreen, Yusuf Woof, and Adriana. Thank you guys so much. You keep our lights on, so to speak. You guys are the best. Thanks. And now, from the mouth of Cat, some ads. Thanks, Noelle, for what was no doubt a beautiful introduction to this ad break. Uh, it is me, Kat, your DM, here to tell you today about some beautiful sponsorships from some wonderful sponsors. Uh, folks, the gift-giving season is upon us, and uh, as I've mentioned before, gift-giving is a competitive sport, and I'm here to win it. And this year, I'm going to win with a Hero Forge miniature. Uh, so Hero Forge, if you don't already know about them, well, get ready to. They offer custom miniatures for everybody in your party. And this holiday season, surprise the gamers in your life with a Hero Forge gift card. These cards are delivered instantly via email and they can purchase all sorts of minis. They can purchase a digital mini. They can purchase a physical mini. They can purchase a metaphysical mini. No guarantees about that last one, but if it's true, then just a game changer. And that's what Hero Forge does. They change the game 
for you and your party with dozens of fantasy races and thousands of parts to choose from. They've got this easy-to-use design tool. It lets you build the perfect miniature using this awesome 3D in-depth character creator. You can see that ass. You can see them abs. You can get it just right. You can download those model files to use on your own 3D printer or your friend's 3D printer or the library's 3D printer. Just you can make just about dig dang anything in Hero Forge, and you can turn it into a physical mini that you can put down on the table to help you visualize what a five by five square looks like. So if you want the perfect gift this holiday season, you go on over to HeroForge.com and start designing your custom minis, get your Hero Forged gift cards, and get your Hero Forged life, man. Our second sponsor today is Elderwood Academy. They are these beautiful people, these wonderful artisans. They craft amazing gaming products like dice towers, dice trays, dice boxes, deck boxes, dice, more? All products are crafted to look like these awesome spell books, scroll cases, codexes, just cool ass fantasy gear to make you feel like a real life wizard. And like the star that you are. Uh, they have this really cool scroll rolling tray um, that makes roll that makes rolling your dice, uh, you know, a, a game of kings. As you sit at your table and drink your Mountain Dew, you are a king of dice rolling. And you are that way because Elderwood Academy made you that way. <laughs> and they are endorsed by my cat, too. Uh, so... Uh, go to elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split. That is elderwoodacademy.com slash don't split. And pick out a really cool gift for the king in your life today. Thank you, Catherine. And now a message to Chantel. Chantel, the code word is Colleen Malkin. The sleeper agent is active. Go. So, here we are. The four of you uh, stand at the base of the walls of the city of Ilfra. The rough, petrified bark which makes up the city towers above you. When you were looking from the cliff that overlooks the Ilfra Valley, this did not look nearly as tall as it does when you are standing at the base of it, in the dark. Hey! Who's hey. ready for spider climb? Who's ready for climbing? <laughs> Who's ready to be killed by Ilfren soldiers? <laughs> Don't the Ilfrens like us? I mean, yeah, but like they're gonna not assume that we're on their side. Yeah. The Ilfrens don't know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, they fucking should. Also, we're gonna basically be entering the city and we're gonna be like, no, 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 no. We're good guys. We just need to steal a sacred artifact from you really quick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure so, you'll understand. I could cast invisibility on all of us. Holy shit. But like, it, it would. Cost me a couple spell slots. I can oh, be a crow. Crow, yeah. I can be a crow. Okay. Or that's the only flying animal. Because a crow, be a moth. Would, crow wouldn't be inconspicuous at all in a world where crows don't exist and there's a crow hating bird. Cat, are there any other fucking birds in this woods? Probably not. The crow Cat, went you, home. Do I see? I'm going to do, can I do? <laughs> Make a nature check. This is, yeah, this is sexist against moths. <laughs> the sex of moth. <laughs> the gender of moth. Moth. My gender. Moth. <laughs> there's two genders. Moth. <laughs> And well, Mothman. Yeah? 
Cat, I, I don't, there's no birds in this forest. I don't even see a hawk. <laughs> Corbin, you look up and you're like, there are no other kinds of birds besides hawks and crows. Hawks and crows are the only birds. I like see a sparrow fly over and I'm like, fucking hawk. <laughs> Slake is standing like uncomfortably close behind you and whispering, moth, moth, moth. Yeah, right. moth. How big is this moth? It's big. It's big. It's like it a dinner plate like sized a- moth. Yeah. Oh, what if that's I turned right, into a dog? Right. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Dogs can't fucking fly. You're gonna fucking climb the wall. I could also dog paws, you idiot. I could. What, how about a dolphin, you guys? I hate you. What? You turn away a dolphin. I'm gonna fucking throw you over the goddamn wall, and you're just gonna fall like a big wet sack of meat. <laughs> I'm so fucking fucking coward. I'm sexist against a moth. I've completely lost the plot of why happening. you're turning into a okay, moth right okay, now. Okay. It was just to be like... No. Okay, so first of all, we need spider climb. So anyways, yeah, I can spider cast uh, spider climb on one person that I touch, and there is no option to cast it on more people at higher levels. Um, But you can turn into a fart cloud. Cast it onto Slake. Slake a makes a little baby slots, sling though. for Mary. Yeah. yeah. And Slake, are you wearing heavy armor now? Are you wearing plate armor now? Mm, I yeah, am, but I could take are. it off and put it in the bag of holding. That's yeah, true. true. Very true. And I will. <laughs> oh god you just gave me a look I feel Fucking afraid for my life yeah cat <laughs> watch out happens. so this is how we're getting into the city Corbin is becoming a moth okay I am becoming a fart cloud okay Slake and Mary are becoming invisible spider climbers <laughs> okay and we're getting in we're getting uh, in alright um what do you think you should roll to craft Mary's papoose I know you've definitely done this before, and I don't survival. remember. Maybe, like, survival. survival. I think survival. And I've got I, pretty good survival. What do you got? I have plus eight. Okay, so you're doing it. I, I, should, I should create the papoose. Yeah, do a survival check. See okay. uh, see if you can make a nice papoose. What is that? <gasps> it's a 20. You make an amazing papoose. <laughs> you, like, you get some birch bark to line it. So, like, it is, you know, it's got, like, a nice sturdy back it's like to a, it. It's like a fucking... It's like a baby Bjorn. Oh, man. Hell yeah. I I cast Invisibility on Slake and Mary. Slake, you ready? I was born ready. You don't have to make any athletics check because uh, they they spent a spider climb on you. Yeah, maybe you got a spider Corbin. climb. Fuck yeah. The height is dizzying, and you can see watchfires winking at the top as you stroll on up that wall like a invisible spider. My dream. <laughs> your dream. With Mary strapped to your front in a little papoose. <laughs> I've never felt more alive. <laughs> Although, I would think it'd be my back, right? You don't, you don't want to have to hug her to do anything? Well, I love hugging You don't want to fucking hug Mary? You don't wanna I don't want to squish her. What if you I don't want to hug her? What if I have to do a violence and she's right there? I don't want her exposed to that. She needs to be safe. What if somebody comes for your back? So, no. you, uh, you climb up the wall... It's not that hard. Fran, you are following as a fart. Yeah. Corbin, are you following as a moth? Yeah. <laughs> I, um, confession time, I'm afraid of moths, and now I am more afraid of moths. <laughs> I've been thinking about that this whole time. We've been talking about moths for, like, 20 months. Um, yeah, that's the sound of my moth flapping. Oh, I hate wings. moths. My wings. I hate them. My I hate them. I hate them. Mm, that's dark. Uh, as you reach the top of the wall a Slake and Mary, I'm going to have the both of you make a stealth check. 14. Uh, Mary also passed. Uh, you guys are fine. You managed to slip through the archer's guard without any trouble. You are invisible and you didn't you didn't fuck it up too badly. Yay. 
from up here, you can see the city of Ilfra spread out underneath you in the cold moonlight. It is much smaller than Madria or Danmar, with the buildings packed together in rings that radiate from the palace in the center. You see no lights in the city below. No smoke from the chimneys. Without the light of the full moon above you, you may not even have known there was a city there. Even the palace is dark, and it is only distinct because of the spires which tower above the rest of the buildings. These towers, once likely beautiful with architectural detail, have been blackened by fire. There were once four, but one of them has been cleaved from the top down, and the remains sink into the castle walls. Uh, there is a staircase to your right with switchbacks down the wall, made from petrified platforms of ancient mushrooms with rope railings attached to posts placed along the steps. Slake, uh, I, do you let Mary down from her papoose, or are you just gonna, you just gonna carry her? I think, I think I'll let Mary roam. You okay. Know, free range. Yeah. A free range Let goddess. her feed on the wild grass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you and Mary, uh, walk on down that staircase. And, uh... As you head down the staircase, you pass by a row of narrow arrow slits, which point inward toward the city. When you peek in, you see a group of soldiers who aren't much older than you playing a dice game. Uh, you spy that their betting pool is bread crusts sitting on a handkerchief, and one of them has lavishly bet a thimble full of jam. Mm. Uh, you sneak by them without any trouble as they are engrossed in their game. At the bottom of the staircase, there is a silent courtyard surrounded by tall stone walls. The heavy wooden doors of this courtyard are sealed tight with an iron crossbar. There are five doors in the courtyard. And uh, what do you want to do? I pull out our compass. You're, you're a, a fart, fart cloud. I don't do anything. Where does the, <laughs> the bag of holding go when you're a fart cloud? It also it's, turns into a fart. Yeah, all my clothes and items and stuff just like, are with me. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. Right now you're in a sealed courtyard. Well, we can easily get out of so, it, so we can be freed from that's it. That's true. Okay, yeah. you're just going to climb over the walls? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm putting Mary back in the papoose so we can go over the wall. Uh, mm -hmm. Before you do, Mary has peeked into one of the doors, and she uh, she motions you over, Slake. Yeah. And inside, you see there is an atrium, where there is a big table laid with maps and logbooks and little figurines of troops and horses. There is an elven woman passed out on the table with her cheek pillowed on a letter she was penning before her eyelids quit on her. Her face is smeared with ink and lettering. I'm sorry, that was rude. I should not have left. She's at war. <laughs> uh, Mary, Mary signs. She can't sign. Oh, yeah, she's invisible. And she can't motion you over either. Mm -hmm. so she, well, she just like tugged on your sleeves, like, and like tugged you over. Um, so Mary's gonna go in and take a look at this. Do you want to take a look? Does anyone want to look with her? I'll come with her. So I she, don't have I, any way of knowing. Oh, she you're right. I can't that. see them. I'm with. Sli I mean, I'm with <laughs> Fran and, and Corbin are reconstituted on the other side of the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're gone. Yeah, yeah. and you're both like, ah, oh, fuck. We're, we're like, <laughs> How are they? This was a bad plan. <laughs> We've made mistakes. <laughs> Oh, man. We hid them so well. <laughs> Too well. <laughs> All right. So, like, do you want to make a perception roll in here? Yeah. 14. You see, uh, you can get a good look here at the tokens on the map on the table. There are 30 tokens which bear the Ilfren crest of the boar. From what Saida and Sven told you, you can kind of extrapolate that each of these tokens probably represents like 100 troops uh, because they told you that there's 3,000 troops holding the city right now. The arrangement of tokens on the city map paints a pretty grim picture. They have 50 troops spread thinly across the whole of the city wall, and the bulk of the force is garrisoned at the barracks 
towards the city's main gate. This garrison holds about 300 troops and it looks like about half of them are out on patrol tonight. Mary finds a jelly tart underneath a napkin that this woman has hidden away. It looks incredibly stale, but she has been making it last for a long time. Oh. And, uh... Can't believe I laughed at her, you guys. You monster. <laughs> you need to leave. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, uh, Mary takes your hand, Slake, and tugs you uh, back out of the room. Okay. So, uh, you take her, take her back up in your papoose? Yeah. All right. All right, you guys head on over the wall. You see there is a guard up at the top of this wall, um, but she is dead asleep. And we're fucking invisible. And you're invisible, so it's totally fine. You just move right on past her. Uh, all right, you are now out on the street. What do you want to do? Can I see the fart cloud that is Fran and the moth that is I Corbin? I mean, if you, like, know what you're looking for, you can see me. Oh, yeah. There's sort of, like, a haze, a bluish haze in the air. Okay, I go I go walk through the fart cloud. It smells bad. To signal my presence. Oh, and I'm like, oh, thank God, but I can't speak. <laughs> but I do move ahead, and I'm thinking that... We want to find somewhere to hide that's kind of near to the palace because mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's going to take us partway to the the tusk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Corbin can follow me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Slake and Mary can follow Corbin. What 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 would that like look like? We need like maybe like an abandoned building. So as you guys are walking through the streets of the city, uh, you see. Uh, you can have your pick of any of these houses, any of these buildings. They're all abandoned. Oh. Um. The streets of Ilfra are dead silent. The houses and shops have been boarded up with their windows papered over by flyers directing citizens to different shelters in the city. Uh, When you pause and examine one of these lists, you see that there are four shelter locations. The first Ilfran Opera House, the Royal Art Gallery, the Palace, and the Broken Bark Market. You duck into a house, you see it has been... Everything has been meticulously packed away in here. Mm. Like, all of the valuables are gone. Whoever left, they had time to prepare to leave, and Mm -hmm. they did. The furniture is covered with sheets. Things are put away very neatly, like they've all just left on a holiday, and they'll be back, you know, in the spring. Oh, it's grim. (laughs) Um, So I... I guess I reconstitute because I think we need to like talk and figure out. Yeah, and look yeah. at the we need to look compass. at the compass. Become mm-hmm. the Fran. Become the Fran. I, I will think. stay a moth, um, mostly just because I have used this shape, and I will. You'll milk it for all its. I'll work. milk it for mm-hmm. all its. All its. Work. That's, that's Our, um, that makes sense. Mary and Slate gonna stay invisible. I assumed that we didn't have control over that. Well, uh, yeah, I, I'm the one who has control over that. I'll leave them invisible for as long as possible. Yeah. Okay. I'll stay. Um, Invisible. So I am like, we did it, boys. And I pull out my compass. The Tusk of Arahara. I look at the compass. It is pointing, from where you are, it is pointing south. Uh, It is pointing towards the palace. Towards the palace, okay. So (laughs) Fran nods and then is like, so what I'm hoping, my friends, is that this tusk is... Just like not involved with Varahara's protection of the city, and it's just like not gonna be a problem. <laughs> oh yeah, um, and not affect that in like any sort of way. And I just wanted to speak those thoughts into the universe <laughs> so that they will come true. <laughs> uh, Corbin can't speak, but he flaps near your ear. Corbin, I totally agree. <laughs> 
got it. Corbin flaps away. <laughs> I guess it's time to steal a tusk. just now like catch a fucking fly in the air like <laughs> karate kid style and then let it go god. i did not see that but i'm, I'm just amazed. i'm just aware that cat is just a godly presence yeah i'm not phased by her actions fine. holy shit it actually didn't let it go it got stuck under my nail oh it's fine don't worry about it <laughs> Have you guys felt my muscles? I, my biceps are so strong. Oh like, yeah. That's how I caught the fly. <laughs> Don't distract me. Cat. I'm recording. Yeah, I'm Cat. trying to work. Cat. Oh my god. Cat, your wardrobe choices Cat. are distracting me and I can't focus on my Cat. <laughs> I can't drive like this. <laughs> okay. Okay.